We're the smiley face made out of chocolate chips and your fluffy weekend pancakes. Yummy, 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 yummy. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Alex Dyson, some big questions being asked on Twitter recently. Uh, this one by uh, user that went, goes by the name of Back Pain and Wine um, <laughs> asked her followers, help me settle a debate. It's normal to shower with your back to the shower, right? Not facing the water. Yeah. And this is blown up. There's news articles about it. I'm reading news.com.au about this one question. People are weighing in. Thousands of people weighing in. What do you reckon? Well, of course, it's back back to water stream. Absolutely. I, I, there, I mean, I, I will go weeks without facing the water. Oh, exactly right. <laughs> what, are you going to stand in there and do the limbo in your shower every day? No. <laughs> no, you just stand there, you let it hit your back, and you think deep thoughts. Exactly right. You know who faces the water in showers? People in shampoo commercials. That's yep. it. They're the only people who face the water. And in movies, once they've been through a big battle and they go back into the shower and wash the blood off and they put their hands on the wall and let the water run over their head and <laughs> off their nose and or mouth. Or when they're in a water, when they're in the shower... And someone is watching on, like lusting after them, but they don't know. Yeah. And so that's when they like fully put their head back and hands on either side <laughs> and really like wash down the front until steamy. Anyway, sorted. Great. That's settled. Uh, which now we can move on to our podcast, which today includes. Okay, but that one. Is that really all you got? Okay, but that one. Oh, it's always such a pleasure chatting to this young man from Melbourne. Goes by the name of Illy. Such a legend. Can't wait to chat to him about his brand new album, The Space Between. Yeah, always love when a new album from Illy drops. And we're going to be chatting to the man himself later on the podcast. We're going to be giving away prizes today. We're going to be talking to wig makers. It's going to be great. Let's get stuck in, shall we? Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Now, Matt O'Kine, so much bizarre news coming through recently. Usually you can tell by the memes that pop up how crazy things are because, you know, 2020 was pretty pretty wild in and of itself. But I remember <laughs> I saw, saw a meme of 2020. It's, you know, it's been pretty wild. 21 should be better. And then 2021 was a man with raccoon skins on his head at the <laughs> middle of the capital of the United States. So we are getting a little bit, bit bizarre. And I've just been seeing all this other wild news floating through that I thought the best way to get it all out there would to be to be with a very special weird news quiz. So we're going to start things off today by doing that. You, you like keeping tabs on weird news. You gave us the salmon, the salmon yeah, heist the salmon this heist week. salmon heist yesterday, yeah people pocketing $4 million worth of salmon, uh, taking that home from work and uh, getting their croquette on. Um, we've got two callers who are going to be competing for a Matt and Alex face mask. Uh, please welcome to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, Cassie from Sydney. Hello, Cassie. Hello, how are you going? So good, Cassie. Are you as uh, weirded out by 2021 as we are? Yes, definitely. Um, right. what, how's your year started yourself? Much going on in your world? Um, just back at work, got a new boyfriend, which is nice. Ooh. That's pretty and, uh, good. How, please, how'd you please, two please. Meet? Um, he just kept coming into my work constantly. <laughs> because oh. he needed items from your work? Was it a business uh, visit or was it purely pleasure? Purely pleasure. I work in a brewery. Ah, oh. very nice. 
all sorts of pleasures oh going on gosh. there. Well, that's very exciting. Congratulations, Cassie. Cassie that's he's, great. He's hit the jackpot. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that is that is a catch and a half, Cassie, uh, particularly if you are a winner today because you're going to be getting prizes, prizes, prizes. We've also got Louis from Sydney. G'day, Louis. Hello, we fellas. You're not Good, the, thanks, Louis. Have you not, met anyone recently? Not the dude who's been oh, walking at the, the brewery, same, are you, Louis? <laughs> no, <laughs> both in Sydney. girlfriend that I had last year, but uh, that's all good. Wait, what okay. happened? I've got the same girlfriend I had last year. No new, no new one this year. Okay, All right, so. well, that's good. Good thing. Good thing that it's lasting. How exactly. did you two meet? Uh, Bumble. Nice. Ah, uh, yep. Okay, Great. so she would have had to say talk first. What was her first message to you? <sighs> you got, we're going back a while now, so I can't actually remember. But you're a liar, some... Louis. I know that <laughs> well, you I remember. I can't. If you, if you ask her, she'd be able to tell you for you're sure. You're just but... embarrassed by it because it's probably <laughs> something lame like, hey, you, or probably something hey like with that. Three wise. Hey, with three wise. Oh, three wise. <laughs> the thirstiest of the haze. Uh, now, we're going to be getting into this quiz, which is about a couple of weird stories that piqued, piqued my interest this week. Okay, so there's three questions. I want you to buzz in with your names as we play Daiso's Weird News Quiz. All right, let's get into it. Cassie and Louis, question number one. A 2017 Lyon court decision has left French woman Jeanne Pouchain in a bit of a predicament. What is it? A, she's legally married to her poodle, Milou. B, she's legally no longer considered French, leaving her stateless. Or C, she's legally dead. Louis. Louis, what do you reckon? I reckon uh, C, she's legally dead. That's absolutely correct. Oh, well done. Poor, poor, poor old Jeanne Pouchon. After some snowballing judicial errors surrounding a former employee suing her, she ended up with a 2017 ruling in the Appeals Court of Lyon that she was not among the living, is what it says here. <laughs> uh, the clearly distraught French woman says, I no longer exist. Uh, I, did, I don't do anything. I sit on the veranda and write. It calls the situation macabre. <laughs> so that's no good for her. But um, well, what do you reckon, Cassie? How would you feel being legally dead? It'd take a few, keep a full few wolves from the door, I would have thought. Yeah, you'd be quite free. <laughs> you, would, you would, wouldn't you? You'd certainly get a few days off work. Oi, you? Cassie, like, could you come do the dishes? Sorry, dead. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be all right, but um, poor, poor Gia, they can't use, her husband can't use their joint bank account now, so that's no good. But good, good work, Louie. You got it. Question number one correct. Straight you are up back. one nil. Let's go with question number two. Uh, British woman Jodie Thompson recently purchased a Gwyneth Paltrow vagina-scented candle, but... <laughs> had an issue with it. What was the issue? A, there was no wick, meaning she had to melt it in the microwave. B, it exploded, almost burning down her house. Or C, there was a mix-up at the warehouse, which meant instead of getting a scented candle that smelt like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina, she received one that smelt like Chris Martin's penis. Ah, Lewis. Oh, I think Cassie got in just in, yeah. I reckon it's B. That's absolutely correct. Oh, it almost burnt down the, the house. Uh, Jody Thompson won the candle in an online quiz and uh, said that the candle exploded, came out of big flames and lots of tiny particles. I'd never seen anything like it. The whole thing was on fire. It was too hot to touch. Uh, fortunately, uh, they saved it from burning the house down. <laughs> this is my favourite quote in the news this week. We eventually got the fire under control and threw the candle out the door. The whole house could have burned down. It was quite scary at the time, but in retrospect, it's quite funny that Gwyneth's vagina candle exploded in my living room. <laughs> 
And you know what you do when a... <laughs> that's when you need the WAP. You know, that's when you need the... <laughs> to put out them flames. <laughs> that's it. That is absolutely correct. Uh, that's what the song was written about. All right, question number three. This means this is this is officially for the face this mask. This is the tiebreaker. If either of you can get it... <clears throat> This week on All Day Breakfast, we mentioned a CNN article that was going viral on Twitter of US Senator Ted Cruz being mistaken to have worn a QAnon badge when, in fact, it turned out to be some Dorito crumbs. As it turns out, that image was, in fact, a Photoshop fake, leading Senator Cruz to tweet what in reaction? A. Typical of the left-wing Twitter mob drumming up hysteria before doing their research just shows the lengths they'll go to to discredit me. B. Nice try, liberals. When you can't win the argument with facts, why not try lies? Pathetic. Or C, I do love Doritos. Lewis. Oh, Louis. Lewis taking a big plunge, jumping into the tie-breaking round. What do you think? I'm going to go with B. B, nice try, liberals. When you can't win the argument with facts, why not try lies? That is incorrect, which means... Cassie, this is your chance. Is it A, typical of the left-wing Twitter mod drumming up hysteria before doing their research? Just shows the lengths they'll go to to discredit me. Or C, I do love Doritos. Oh, C. I do love Doritos. That's absolutely correct. Ted Cruz tweeting from his official account that he does love Doritos after everyone (laughs) fell for the news story, including us, which means, Cassie, you're the winner of the Matt and Alex face mask. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. You catching any <laughs> public transport soon? Uh, always, every day. Great. Well, that face mask will come in handy in most states in Australia. And also, I read an article today. Don't be, don't be hanging that face mask on your rearview mirror when you're driving along. Okay, <gasps> you might get a three hundred and eleven dollar fine. Why? In some states, for it blocking your view. Um. So it's very much a thing. Make sure you keep it in your pocket, out of the way of your windscreen. Very good advice. And look, Louis, I'm very, very sorry uh, not coming through with the win, but you played excellently, and uh, hopefully we'll see you back for another That's Weird right. News Thank Quiz. Thank you very much. Keep an eye on that candle in your lounge room, mate. Never know when it might go I up. I will, I will. Thanks, Louis. <laughs> and I didn't even need to use I, the tiebreaker question of an Orange County man who was <laughs> stuck, who lived for three months in O'Hare Airport. I can't believe that story. It's pretty wild. Anyway, congratulations to the winner, Cassie, and uh, that was the Weird News Quiz. This is All Day Breakfast. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Now, Matt O'Kine, on yesterday's show, um, we discovered something that was quite horrifying because there's... When I think of things that live under the stairs, I, I don't think I, <laughs> I could think of running into something more terrifying than a freezer bag of your hair. Yeah, I did shave all my hair off around about uh, 16, 17 years ago now, mm. and I'd just forgotten about all that hair, as, you, <laughs> as most normal people would. Uh, you'd just generally forget about the hair that you cut off 16 years ago. but Or you'd throw was, it in the bin. Yeah, but I was reminded about it. By my dad and my stepmom, who uh, found it under the stairs, sent me the message with a picture of it in the freezer bag saying, you should make a toupee. <laughs> and that hit particularly hard in this part of your life because back then, shaving off your head, y- you didn't know how good you had it. You know, it was like the oil barons of the 30s. <laughs> you know, 
It was all rich and plentiful. But come come to 2020, things are drying up. It's not a sustainable oh, resource anymore, mate. That, I'm scraping the last crude out of the bottom of the barrel, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> um, so, what better way to uh, maybe make up for a few of the hairs that are starting to uh, make their way off Matokine's head than putting some old ones on? Mate, I don't think you realise that I, if I shave my head now, that is it. Like, <laughs> I had a, I had a conversation with my partner, and I have, and I mean like a very serious conversation I, just the other day, where I said, "I need you to prepare yourself mentally for the fact that soon I'm going to shave my head." And that will be that. Or or will it? Because we've got a freezer bag full of hair and on the line right now we have a very talented lady. Her name is Tracy Costa. She works at Ascot Wig Makers. Okay. She's worked on movies such as Strictly Ballroom, Mad Max, Mission Impossible. Okay. She's made wigs by hand for over 40 years. And she joins us right now on All Day Breakfast. Hello, Tracy. Hi. Hello. How are you? Good. Thank you, Tracy. You sound, I mean, look, I'm going to be straight honest. You don't sound like someone who's been around for 40 years, okay? <laughs> you, you've, you've, you sound quite young, sprightly. Is there uh, any secret to sounding so young? Oh, I'm not sure. I mean, I still am very passionate about my job. Maybe that's what it is. That ah, is what it is. Okay. I've well, always loved it. Well, you started yeah. making wigs at 18. Can you tell us about the first wig you ever made? Actually, the first wig I ever made, all the hair fell out. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they cost like thousands of dollars. I yeah. just remember my boss saying, look at this. She never told me off for anything. I said, look at this. And then I thought, oh, I have to make my knots much tighter. So oh. now they last like 20 years. When you say you have to make your knots tighter, is that you have to knot every individual hair? Yeah, a few hairs, a few hairs at a time. So single hairs in the parting that can sometimes take like 10 hours Whoa. to do just the parting. <laughs> so that's yeah. where the natural part of the, of the hairline. Mm, yes. And, and I guess, you know, we talked about movies and stuff like that, but obviously people also, you know, and, I'm, and we're talking about making a, a wig for me um, because I am going bald, but you must make wigs for people um, who have all sorts of reasons to, to wear wigs. Is that right? Um, yeah, so mostly alopecia, all kinds of alopecia. Mm-hmm. Um, chemotherapy, of course. Um, accidents. I could make like just a piece to fit in, you know, like oh. I did like half a week for someone. In a little section of hair that might be uh, missing. Yeah. Goodness me. So you've, you've done it all. And as well as that, you've made things as large as werewolf outfits. Yep, lots of things. What's the key to making a good werewolf? <laughs> You have to get real dog hair if you make your werewolf. <laughs> oh, actually, I've got a great dreadlock wig, and it's made from, you know, the Hungarian pulley dog? It has oh, yeah. dreadlocks. We made a wig out of that. It took ages <laughs> for the doggy smell to disappear. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. So you've done it all in the industry of all your years working in wig yeah. making. What do you work with better? You know, is real hair the way to go or the synthetic stuff getting pretty good these days? Always use real hair when we're making something, yeah. Mm. And it takes about 40 hours to make a wig. Is there any issue with how old the hair is? Because this hair that I've found is from, you know, my head 16 years ago. Is it still going to have the the oomph to get it into wig territory? It does have the oomph. I remember someone gave me hair that was like 60 years old. And it actually still was in great condition. Wow. 
Wow. But I think it depends whether it's healthy when it was cut. Ah, yes, gotcha, and gotcha, it was. Gotcha. Yeah, sometimes it'll hit, you'll get a plaque and then you'll see it like breaking. Mm. Yeah, and it gets a musty smell if it's really old. No, yeah, this smells like me at 19. So, <laughs> I don't know, sweat Nothing and Nothing would have wine. been in the area that would have given it a must at all. Well, this is very exciting, oh. Tracy. Um, I probably just give it a wash and condition and it'll come back. It's amazing. Yeah, but it's, it's very curly. Tracy, I, yeah, that's what I great. really worry about. It's in a huge ball and it's very curly. Would you have to individually untangle those curls? That would be a problem if it wasn't um, like put in a ponytail before it was cut. Oh. If it's all a mess, then it's actually unusable. Um, oh, because, no. Yeah, I know. Because the hair has a cuticle and you have to get all the hairs around the right way. Yep. Otherwise, it's going to knot up. Well... <laughs> I mean, you say unusable, but is it just that it needs more work? Yes. <laughs> can yes. I? And there are actually hair preparers that can sort out hair. So oh, it can no. be done. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Tracy, you wouldn't happen to know what the average quote for a hair preparer would be. Uh, we're just trying to figure <laughs> out if we can afford to, can do it. to pay can someone. Do it. You, can, you can prepare hair? Yes. But if we wanted to save a bit of cash... Matt could individually take each hair out of the bag and turn it around the right way. Oh, if it has a root, uh, no, it's easy. no, and like a little root. But yours, no, Alex, that's not even remotely going to happen. <laughs> Do you know how difficult it is with Sophia running around at home to get my bloody knife and fork the right way up, let alone a whole head of sixteen-year-old curls? Forget it. How do I even know which end is the right well, end? Well, I did a very I, – I really enjoyed sitting in front of the cricket over the Christmas and doing a very nice puzzle. So, Matt, I'm sure that it just, just – I'm already the doing time, Sudokus. <laughs> exactly. Be, Give up I the Sudokus. <laughs> start preparing your hair. I was going to say, there's a way to find the root. You just sort of rub the ends and then if one goes straight, that means it's around the wrong way and you take it out and throw it away or turn it around. Goodness me. Well, I'm oh determined to get Matt's real hair back where it belongs. So, Tracy, we might keep in touch with you and see if we can see if we can sort something out so that right. we can get it up. And then, you know, the whole of Australia, all of our listeners, everybody can see your mighty fine work. Um, I'll do that you. you. you you're a miracle worker if you can you. pull this off, Tracy. Oh, yeah. I mean, this would, we don't know how much we'd owe you. I don't know if the whole company has enough money for that. Hey, um, Tracy, it says here that you have made uh, Merkins for yeah. uh, before. Now, Alex Dyson, What's a, bless, what is bless a Merkin? his innocent socks, doesn't know what a Merkin is. It's a downstairs wig. <laughs> a downstairs wig? Yeah. Okay. Mm, yep. um, a pubic wig. And usually, what are the what is the reasoning for people wanting a, a merkin? <laughs> uh, for some funny reason, they did come into fashion like two years ago. I remember seeing one like with a Union Jack stuff like that. That was a bit weird. Oh, <laughs> they okay. They did so actually th come into use like I'm not sure when, like 1800s or something, when the prostitutes used to have like diseases, then they'd shave and then they'd put the merkin on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's interesting. History. Is there any secret to making a merkin as opposed to a wig? We do have to tong things to make the hair a bit coarser. Mm. Cubic, hair, cubic hair is a bit coarser. Oh, well, Matt, like Matt is a bit concerned that the size of the freezer bag of hair that he's found isn't going to be big enough yeah. for a full head of hair. Um, once we do the assessment, would it 
Would it be better if we just made it into a merkin? It would be because the hair can go any way round in a merkin. So it's going to get cut short. Of course. And yeah. <laughs> so if, if we don't end up with a wig, I'll get my very own Merkin. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you, Alex Dyson. Because the hair won't need to be sorted. Then I can just use oh, it as is. Oh, well, it's sounding like the, the, the cheaper <laughs> option need, here. I, trust me. Trust me, I don't need a Merkin, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Tracy, I, I need to a... unmerk myself big time. Okay, I've, I haven't had enough time recently. We've um, we've we've taken up too much of your time, um, Tracy. So thank you so much for talking to us. Thank uh, you Ascot so much. wig makers, if if you yeah. need a wig made, Tracy's the best in the business. Make sure you get it, wigs, merkins, whatever you need. Uh, Tracy, it's been a pleasure, and we will talk to you soon. Great, thank you. I don't need a Merc in. If anything, I need a Merc out. Okay, that is what I need. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Right now, I'm Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. It is a genuinely great pleasure to welcome our next guest to the show. Uh, His sixth album is out now. It was released on the 15th of January. It's called The Space Between. We love having him on. We love every chance we get to be in the same room or the same virtual space as each other. (laughs) It is uh, my pleasure to welcome to Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. It is Illy. Yo. What's up, boys? Not too much, man. Thank you very much for joining us. It's these exciting times. A new album from Illy always means good things. I remember your first album, um, which came out in 2009, long story short, was one of the first, like... CDs I'd ever got through being working at Triple J. It was one of those ones oh, where you're like, oh my God, there's a CD in my in my pigeonhole. <laughs> and I put Illy on the CD and I was like, I listened to it all the time. And oh, uh, so it was exciting. And then by do, the end, you end of your tenure, back? you're like, oh, my pigeonhole's so full of CDs. Get rid of them. <laughs> so you got it a good time, man. <laughs> but do you, do you ever go back and listen to that first album? Uh, I haven't. For a while. I did at one point during COVID. I think it may have, uh, during lockdown, I think it may have been just as the album was going, like the new one was getting mastered or when I just got the masters back. So it was like the finished thing. And I just had like a little moment of like reflection and taking a trip back down memory lane, bro. But yeah, That's I mean. That's so it, sick. It's like, it's rough as guts, man. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I'm know sure what the hell I was right. doing. I remember, so Pluto from Muffin Pluto did the mix on it. And um, I remember go, <laughs> I'd go around to his house. I didn't know what the f- mixing was dude and i would go around to his house and like tell him what needed to be mixed differently and he like eventually he was just like this idiot all right cool and would just do what i said and so i listened to it on like the, the snares like way out here the symbols are panned it's just like what the f-? but like it's i don't think many people actually listen to it anymore so i don't mind but like for me i, I love you know it's my debut album but I just remember that just being like, you arrogant little f- head, man. 
telling Pluto how to mix when you didn't even know what a mix sounds like. <laughs> well, you've come a long way since then. Yeah. It's six albums deep now, and it's interesting because you're such a, a you've been such so prolific over the last twelve years. But just looking at the time between, this is the longest gap that people have had to wait for an Illy album. Um, there are yeah. clues in the lyrics to it, um, even the space between saying that you needed to, you know, did an album, rewrite it, write it again. Was that, is yeah. that a little reason that the delay came through? Yeah, I just like before COVID, obviously that added a year on because it was pretty much done like early last year. But um, yeah, I just did my head in, man. Like I, I the, the last album, Two Degrees, did, you know, it, it didn't set the world on fire, but it was definitely my most successful album and changed a lot of shit in my life. And um, I mean, I've definitely self-inflicted by partying a bit more than I should have, but also I put a lot of expectation to deliver um, on myself and probably got in my head a little too much at some point. So that that definitely took, it added some time to it and it added mm. a lot of... Um, a lot more demos than I would have preferred, but, you know, we're here now, so it's all worth it in the end. Yeah, yeah. nice. And, and, look, there's a big national music countdown happening uh, <laughs> very, very soon, this weekend, in fact, and it's a yeah. countdown that you've featured in many times before. Uh, they will be looking at the most popular 100 songs at uh, on this particular <laughs> radio station. And, it's going to be um, hot. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and and you know, it's this is a national this is a national phenomenon. People all around the country and the world, in fact, listen into this. You're surely going to be uh, making an appearance somewhere in that countdown. What what does that countdown mean to you? And do you have any favourite memory from from years gone by? Well, firstly, I don't know if I'm going to make it in or not, man. <laughs> you don't reckon? <laughs> You're over it, surely, nice man. Nice try. Nice try. I'm not going <laughs> to jinx myself. For it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually not like, I, I don't think that I am. So I'm like, mm. I've told my girlfriend, like, we'll go to a party, but we'll do it after the countdown. Cause I'm refused to be in a room if I'm not in the countdown and everyone's just like, sort of looking at me from the other side of the party like, oh. <laughs> oh, dude, it's the worst. I was at the, at the Aries the other, the, like the other month. Um, you Like you've got people around you when you're there about to read out the, you know, the, the winners and then it's not you and everyone just kind of. Yeah. Looks, looks down <laughs> yeah. and like maybe exactly next dude. year and you're like shut up okay. <laughs> yes, exactly dude. And that's that's for like a 30 second thing. So then you like expand that into a 6 hour afternoon. Yeah. It's like no thank you. It's that that slow draining of hope which is the real. It's not a single announcement. It's like, "Whoa, great. You're going to be high. You're in the top 50." It's like, "Oh, you're definitely top 30." It's like, "Geez, there's a few good songs that haven't come in yet in the top bro, 10." Bro. Holy man. I, um, but it hasn't happened yet, and we're not jigsawing it this time, so it'll be fine. Nah, nah. I've thankfully like never um I've never had that happen to me. Like everything's kind of come mm. in but I did have one, and I won't say when, but um, I did have one that came in a lot like high, in the higher numbers than I thought it was going to. So then I just threw a stop about that. There's <laughs> a very fine window of what is um, acceptable. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> like I said, it oh, comes wow. into the same thing of expectations. You were talking about creating this album and building up your expectations yeah. of what you can deliver. I mean, each one is listening to them all. It's all a progression. It's all, you're all, pushing yourself to create something bigger. Uh, what do you think it is with within you to, that makes you want to be this ambitious? I don't know, man. It's the only thing that I've really done for most of my life, like over half my life now. And it's the one thing that I'm, I know I'm good at. <laughs> 
so I kind of want to keep the, the, you know, keep the foot on the gas and keep applying the pressure um, for as long as people care to listen, really. Amazing. You got that law degree, though. That's something else. Yeah, you do. You are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have a law degree, but there's not too many places hiring ex-rappers <laughs> in, that, in that profession, bro. So... <laughs> Dude, I saw in the paper recently as well that uh, you were mistaken for someone that you Uh-oh. are definitely not. Uh-oh. Yes. <laughs> You're definitely not. Who Who was what, – what happened? Well, I got uh, – I had a big write-up in the paper um, and, like, I got sent the article by my parents and a few other people and I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. The photo's kind of average but whatever. <laughs> and I'd focused on the actual article and then someone sent me the close-up and it said – um. Pictured inset Canadian rapper Drake. So it was someone <laughs> that was a of you. Drake. Yeah, <laughs> on a picture of me. And it wasn't not Drake. It was me. It was very clearly me. And um and yeah, and then I so I commented, I put it up on my um my Instagram and then then the the Daily Mail took that and made an article out of that. <laughs> and I kind of um it kind of snowballed into this thing where I it's I'm still getting on every post people commenting ha oh, that's great Drake I was like, <laughs> the joke is well and truly done but, um, has Drake commented do you know if Drake knows no, about it yet no <laughs> yeah, he hasn't and people ask me that and it's like I feel so pathetic <laughs> it's like what do you, like I'm not there like well is Drake commented yet <laughs> so I think um, you've got to you've got to go with the the Ronnie Chan you kind of have to go with it yeah man and um I've I've like asked my management to find out who the the like editor was that made that mistake so I can send them some champagne because it came past at the right like on release week that was like perfect <laughs> I couldn't get in the Daily Mail if my life depended on it. It turned out if I'm mistaken for Drake, they'll do a f***ing article about it. And then they didn't even mention the goddamn album, bro. (laughs) Well, we can right now. At least from now, now that you're on the Daily Mail's radar, you'll get lots of articles about you flaunting your summer figure down at at St Kilda Beach. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, we could mention the album. It is called The Space Between and it is out now. It has some incredible features, songs that you may have heard already, like Loose Ends featuring G Flip, as well as Cheap Seats featuring Wax. But you've also got Robertson on there, uh, Carla Weeby as well, Rabel, and Mr. Guy Sebastian too. When did you link up with him? Yeah, like sort of towards the end of the whole process, man. That song had been gone through about half a dozen different people often people that I had hit up myself and then had to say to them, I'm sorry, you know, that's not what I wanted, um, which wasn't easy conversations to have. But I, I, I believed in the tracks about my family. Um, it was important to get it right. Mm. And then Guy um, guys on the same label as me, so he's a Sony artist and he was his name came up as mm. someone we could hit up and it was like I've had this track for a year and I never thought of that and, you know, he Within two days, the track was done. So, Well, at least oh. you didn't give the other artists the Hottest 100 treatment and not tell them about it. And then they go like, oh, Illy's new song, uh, <laughs> Lonely, is coming on. Let's have a listen. That's Guy Sebastian's voice. Oh, and everyone yeah, around them just has to avert eyes and look at the crowd. I'm going to be honest. 
the only reason I didn't happen is because I didn't even think to just do that. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to not have those awkward conversations. <laughs> oh, well, hey, Ellie, we're so excited about the new album. It is called The Space Between. It is. Uh, it came out on January 15th, so check it out wherever you listen to your new music. And, uh, bro, congrats this uh, Good luck, I should say. Not congrats, not preemptively congrats, but good luck for this weekend. And Thanks, uh, we'll catch you next time on Matt and Alex. Yeah, bro, great to see you guys. Yes, thank you very much for listening to All Day Breakfast today. A pleasure hanging out. Thank you so much to Illy uh, for joining us and also to master wig maker Tracy Costa. So excited to see what happens with Matt's clump of hair. <laughs> Will it be wig? Will it be merkin? You'll have to uh, stay tuned to All Day Breakfast to find out. And uh, before we do go, we did talk at the very start of the show about the direction that you... S- stand in the shower and um, we thought we said the case was settled. It was done. Oh, I never met anyone who faced the water. Turns out it was coming from inside the room. Producer Bron, hello. Hello. Before we go, you face the water stream? Yeah, I was so confused by what you guys were saying as you were talking. I was like, what do you mean you don't look at? I don't know. I didn't it's never crossed my mind to stand backwards. It feels like you're the wrong way around. <laughs> no, what? What do you mean? You stand, like, every shower, you stand facing the water, yeah. hitting you. Yeah. So the water hits you on the, on the eyes? <laughs> no, like, I'm facing the water, and yeah. sometimes you let you wash. I don't, I get how you guys don't wash your face in the shower. Well, I no, just, but if I if I get water on my face, I lean back and let it go on my head and then run over the front of my face because <laughs> it lo- allows me to dictate how much water is getting on my face and it's secondary pressure, so it's not just a jet stream of water trying to get right up my nose. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> so you never stand back to the shower? No. I, it seriously, to me, would be like you're, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> you're, you're backwards. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Wow. All right. Do you turn around to wash your back then? Uh, yeah, I do a little spin around. Why a little not? Pirouette. But... <laughs> do a little pirouette. Yeah, no, I mean, I do the same, but just from my front, quickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but but even sometimes I won't even go, I won't turn around at all. I'll just, the, yeah, the residual runoff Comes from off your my shoulders, shoulders over the goes front. down yeah. to the front, so you give that a quick scrub with some soap. Goodness me. And oh, yet we somehow Lord. all managed to get along, <laughs> um, which is pretty incredible. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we will catch you for another exciting episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.